Put the fucking mic on. How we doing, folks? It's your boy, DB Barstool Sports Starting Nine, and you are listening to the End of the Bench. Scoot your ass down. Welcome to episode 104 of End of the Bench. On this episode, we have another guest, and it's our first female on the End of the Bench podcast. It only took 104 episodes with five bonus podcasts. It's Gabby Gowdy. Gab Gowdy blew up on social media with a couple of tweets, and now she is trying to get into the sports media game. She is absolutely killing it. We learned a lot about her, what her favorite teams are, favorite interviews, why she hates Mason Rudolph, and a lot more. That'll be the first part of our podcast. And then we're diving in to topics. And boys and girls, baseball is back. Thank the Lord. Rob Manfred and the Players Association, they kind of just said, okay, let's do 60 games. We're back in action. July 1st, spring training. July 23rd, 24th. We are back to baseball, kids. I'm so freaking excited. We unfortunately have to talk about the noose that was found in Bubba Wallace's garage. Some NASCAR talk. Talk about what the FBI has done, the NASCAR has investigated, and what Bubba Wallace has said. And we're also going to talk about how the Mets are going to be selling. It's like the hundredth time we're talking about this. Stevie Cohen was involved. Now it's A-Rod. Now there could be more. We'll talk about that part of our podcast. And as well, we're going to talk about odds who's going to win the World Series. Derek Jeter's birthday. And Vince Carter has said, I'm officially retiring. I'm done. We'll talk about one of the craziest stats I've ever seen. And of course, we'll talk a little bit more about the NBA season players sitting out and any COVID-19 positive testing. So, let's get on with the podcast. Now let's go to our interview with Gabby Gowdy. Right. Very, very special guest today. It's Gabby Gowdy. Gabby is who I just found out is a chemist. I had no idea. She's into sports. She, is, she has a huge follow on Twitter and Instagram. Uh, I can definitely see her getting big very soon. I, that's what I think. So, Gabby, thanks for coming on. Yeah, thank you for having me. I really appreciate you so much. Of course, of course. So, I've seen your interviews that you've done, and yeah. you tend to uh, have some wine involved. So, I see you poured a glass. I've got a Chianti here, so I'm, it's, it has, I think, enough for a glass. So, I'm going to pour some out. I just got to, I guess, pay tribute to what you've done. Yeah, to the practice that we're doing here. Exactly. So yeah. cheers to that. Cheers. I guess I'll go to the camera here. Boom. Knock it. Oh, beautiful. Who doesn't like wine at <laughs> one o'clock in the afternoon? Right. Or two. Yeah, it's ah. perfect. So you got to explain to me, chemist. Like, yeah. I don't think anybody knows that on Twitter. I mean, maybe. Some people, do, uh, some people do because one guy, because one time I tweeted a picture of Kylie Jenner okay. and I said, it sucks being poor because obviously, you know, yeah. Right. And then someone said, why don't you work for something? Go get a job, get a degree, make something of your life and stop being a dumb, uh, am I allowed to cuss on here? Go ahead. Yes. Cursing's all- okay. absolutely. And he's like, stop being a dumb bitch on Twitter. <gasps> so then I quoted and I said, well, just to let you know, I have a biochemistry degree, and I now work for an aerospace company as a chemist. So suck my dick, and it wow. kind of blew up. See, that's so. Do you think you, you're going to want to continue this route? Because I'm sure that 
Heck no. At, at one point, you get some bread, though. I mean, you're going to make a lot of money doing that now, right? Or is it boring? Do I want to? No. Would I enjoy no. it? No, I don't enjoy it. I don't enjoy it ever. So you don't have a, like a broadcast and communications journalism degree. I now you're no, I took one communications class and I hated it. And I did really bad in it because it was, well, I didn't do bad in it, but I just didn't like it. I thought it was really boring. Right. I just didn't want to listen to the guy. I was sure bad. That's bad. I know. But like I took one communications class because I had to, because it was liberal arts and just something to do. And I've always just been a really big sports fan. So yeah. That's pretty crazy. I mean, it's kind of funny nowadays. You really don't have to have a degree in to do it. You don't. If you're, if you yeah. can create the content, you can get people to watch you and like you're funny or casual, you know, you have like this personality. Yeah, it's, something. It's, it's something, it's going to work out. Somehow you're going to have some sort of following. I'm still trying to figure that shit out, but no, I have a, a tiny one, but not like yeah. what you have. But well, it's, a, it's on accident. It's on housing on accident. There's like two factors that go into this. Okay. I want to let that enhanced me. me a little bit. So I didn't use Twitter for like three years. I made my Twitter in 2015 and I only, I didn't use it. And I started using it a little bit in like 2016 when the Cavs were doing whatever they were doing. Sure. Just to read stuff. And then I used it in 2016 because I was in a sorority, lame kind of, I guess, whatever. I was in a sorority and I had to like, keep track of people that sounds so bad but like i had to see what they were saying online or well, it. everyone does really yeah except now i tell people to eat a dick on the internet <laughs> so yeah but i yeah i had to keep track of what like people were doing or saying so i use it and then after that i was like oh, this, i hate this i'm not doing this anymore and then my friends were like you say some funny stuff you should just like tweet it because a lot of people aren't that funny and i was like uh okay maybe so then last september yeah. I was at the Browns, like one of their scrimmages, one of the first ones. And I took a picture of Odell on the sidelines and it was like a pretty good photo. And I said, things I'll never get tired of seeing. And like, it blew up. And really? it got, like, yeah, it like blew up. And then I had like 400 followers the day before posted the picture, had 4,000 the next day. Whoa. Clouds coming in hot. Wow. Also, cause I'm a, just saying people okay. are more likely to follow women. Absolutely. So, Absolutely. Yep. Yeah. So, I mean, look, it all, and I've always said, I just did an interview yesterday. I said, like, when it comes to like your grind and kind of just kind of get that following or get the notice, all yeah. it is, is like one yes or one tweet. Yeah. That's it. it. And then, and then it keeps, and it goes. And then, so you ran with that. And then why did you decide to, you say you're a big sports fan. You had this one tweet that kind of, blew you up on yeah. Twitter, social media. So why did you want to get into the, into the path of like podcasting or interviewing writing? Why did you uh, want to do that? Well, I've always been interested in like a sports career. Like that's something that I would have loved my whole life. I'm like, sure. it's never going to happen. I'm just going to do science. I just want to do this. Like I'm good at this. So why not, not do it? So then I just kept doing it. And then all these people just kept following me and liking my stuff and saying I was funny. And then I just started getting people to follow me. Then they started asking me if I wanted to be on their podcast. And I was like, sure. And I was like, maybe I should just do my own too. Yeah. Fuck it. Everyone's doing it. I've, I've had mine for, geez, it's been like almost a year and a half, maybe almost two years. I mean, mine is, I, I did it with a bunch of my buddies and then, you know, it's, they were more of like when they were available. I had another guy who was always consistent and then, 
really towards like February, it kind of like he couldn't really have enough time to do it. So I was yeah. like, I'm going to just keep doing it. So yeah. I have over 100 episodes, but we have it where it's like you. Keep it chill. Very funny. Yeah. Try to be very funny. And just shoot the shit because none of these athletes or broadcasters or whoever, they don't want to come mm-hmm. on and talk the normal shit. They just don't want to. They do don't want to be like, oh, well, you had this many yards in this game and the weather was at this temperature. So what if it was hotter? So, like, what would happen if that happened? And, like, if this stat came in, what would you do? Right. No, no one cares no. about that. That's terrible. You're fucking drinking wine. You know, I'm, I, I, I kind of always wanted to get to that way. I, I actually thought about, like, incorporating food. And like legit yeah. eating on a podcast, which would be kind of weird for the people listening, but you know, you just shoot shit out in the fucking air, mm-hmm. or whatever. But I have a list here. The people, some people you've interviewed, it's like Zach Plezak, young pitcher for the Indians, pretty freaking good. Yeah, uh, Jared Carabas, the Rocket, stay hot Rocket. You got him, uh, Rashad Higgins. A couple names out of those interviews. Which one was your favorite? Oh my god, <laughs> out of those three. Yeah. Oh, well, you've added some other ones too, but those are the three ones that I I watched fully. So. Oh man. My favorite one ever so far. I have two that I like really enjoyed way more than anybody else. Jordan Luflo. I don't know Mm -hmm. if you know this. He's an outfielder for the Indians. He played for the pirates. His was really good. And like, we kind of like were relating a little bit because like we literally did like a move at like the same time. Like he went from Pittsburgh to Cleveland, and then I went from Cleveland to Pittsburgh. Oh, that's cool. So we were, like, like talking about that. That was fun. And then I had an interview with – do you know who Eric Hubs is? Oh, yeah, Barcel, yeah, yeah. Yeah, his. His was really good, too. He's really funny. I had him on – he was my second second episode, second guest. I had him – I did a radio show before the podcast. Oh, cool. I had him on once. He, he was a cool dude, and then I – I remember I texted him, like, I was like, hey, do you think you can come on again? And he's like, yeah, sure. And he was on. But, yeah, he's great. But I, I've always wanted to get – Carabas, he's a. Uh, we've DM, we've like we've talked a couple times here mm-hmm. and there. The he replies to everybody, basically. Yeah, it's just I think he's extremely busy right now with how baseball's going on and how oh, like yeah. it's so fucking depressing. But yeah, his was fun too. Yeah, no, it was fun. I I really enjoyed that one too. He's, he's a little like, sassy. A little bit, a little bit. He's got a little <laughs> an attitude. So he's I, I, big, I, he's kind of he's like I don't know. He's kind of he thinks he's bougie. With this Doesn't Red you, Sox shit. Well, because like he can. I'm not a hater. I, I'm not a hater. I'm a Yankee fan, so I'm not. I can't. I at first I did not like. I was like, you know, every other Yankee fan, which is like a being kind of a bitch and be like super so like super triggered whenever you tweet something. But then I was like, dude, he he's like, he knows his shit, and he just yeah. He says he's a you know talks about everybody, which he does. But like, I'm I'm not gonna hate on it as much yeah. as I hate all the Red Sox. I like the Yankees better than the Red Sox. Well. This interview is going even better now. It's going up. We already talked about before player. how you love Baker. And I, I love know. Brett Gardner. You love Gardner? Why do you like Gardner so much? I just always liked him since he, he looks played at in a the thumb. Co- he's been my favorite player since he's played in the College World Series. He was like fast. He was like it just I played outfield and I was fast and I hit left-handed and I was just running around everywhere. Not bald, but my hair's blonde, so it basically blends in with my skin at this point. So we're basically <laughs> the same person. Right. So you you played softball. See, like a lot of this stuff, like I can't, I can't find everything. So I don't know. I didn't want to like stalk your like Instagram, but like, like I, I mean, didn't. You can't. I just don't. I just don't have a lot of information out there. I'm just a nobody. You, you, oh, you're not a nobody. Come on, you're 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 popping on social media, so you're you're getting there. But um, so you played softball. I played baseball too in college. So you, where did where did you go to school? Um, I went to it's a D three school in West Virginia. D three in New York. 
Yeah, and it was really shitty, but I still did it. And I ran cross country. Yuck. Oh, really? You didn't like that? Well, they needed another person on the team, and I ran in high school, so I said I'd do it, but I wasn't very good. But I still tried really hard, kind of. Such fuck it. Yeah, I can't run for shit. I've been running now lately. Since Memorial Day, I was like, I need to lose some weight. And then I've been running like I've been been running four or five miles like every like three or four days a week. Nice. I I run like I try I either go for like a really long, long walk or I go for like a three mile run. Because I don't know, it kinda like sucks. I broke my leg my senior year of college. Oh shit. And then I I broke my ankle on the other one. How the fuck after it was healed. So. Oh my God, that must suck. Oh my God. Yeah, I broke my leg when I was really young, but I, I tore my labrum my junior year of college. That's yeah, so like my running's limited. That's probably why the internet men are really upset and told me I got fatter. See, you know what? I'm, I was about to say something because your reply was perfect. I don't know why I said it. I don't know why I said that, but I did. See, I don't have, I don't have the confidence or the balls to like. I don't either, but I still do it. So you're like, all right, so do you get, like, nervous when you, like, tweet something like that? Because, like, I think of, like, my, like, the people I work for. Like, I don't think WF fans are going to care, nevertheless. I don't, I don't know. But, like, you're, like, you're a chemist. You're important. You know, it's I like. I don't talk to anybody at work. I have no friends at work. They don't know my personal life. So then if they did and then they saw I said my tits are fat, they'd probably say you're fired. <laughs> and I would say, I would say, really? It took this long. Thank you. I was waiting for this day. I'm going to go to happy hour now. Like Everybody Peace. take care. Wow. That's funny. Um, I, to go back on like firing back at like douchebags. I don't are like your to DMs, do it that often. What are your DMs like? Um, do you want me to look right now? Oh my God. If you can read some that are not like, I don't want to, I'm sure it's like inappropriate. There's so many. I like the past four hours is like, a, I have to scroll. Just I mean, look, because my, of- my, my DM was, like, I was very, like, just say, hey, you want to come on my podcast? That's it. Yeah. Well, like, this is, like, this is, like, um, my message. Can you see this? Sort of. No, but it's like a white screen. Focus. Maybe. Maybe. I can just, I can believe you. Anyways, it's a, it's a, oh, because I was an idiot and I clicked on something. Oh, I can see all the icons. This is yeah. just from the past 24 hours. And that's yeah, not yeah. in my main that's in the request and they're not bad like some of them are like really nice people saying nice things but i just haven't gotten to them yet what was how many people have you blocked like i I had i blocked i had blocked 120 people holy shit and i just unblocked them all this morning (laughs) what the fuck that's wild it was like one time these i'm sorry i just have so much to say one time, this group hear, message. I want to hear this. This group message. It was like seventy like NBA Twitter people, and they're already weird as it is. What? And they added me into the group message, so I accepted it. So I'm like, what? Like I usually accept them and then just mute the message, so I don't have to like not accept, so they won't talk shit. Well, this time I accepted it, and they all just kept like adding me, and they just kept like making fun of me. Not even like a joking way or not even like something like, like how the guy said, haha, you're fat, whatever. Like, I don't care right. really about that. Like who cares? But these people were like really mean and like really attacking me. So I just like went through and blocked every single person in the group. Well, for me, it's like, why do you have to like, I don't understand how a human being, especially a dude to a, a woman is like, yeah. I have to talk shit to make myself feel better. 
I'm like, and they the obviously fuck? know I'm joking. They don't. They know that I'm not serious. I don't know. I mean, and what was the one today about like like guys? I think a guy like messaged back like because you were in your kitchen. I guess it was one of your yeah. videos. Yeah, you said like go make me a sandwich. It's like I, go to the I, kitchen and make a sandwich. Yeah, I don't I'm know. here I already. Should... We don't have bread. <laughs> we have lettuce wraps. We have lettuce wraps. See, the, the the responses are great, but it's like I don't understand why douches have to do that. It just I do kind of like responding to them. It kind of like makes me feel like really powerful. <laughs> yeah, fuck them, you know. But it's also like you. It's creating a good tweet, good content. Yeah, I like I like to say funny things. I'm never gonna say something mean to them, attacking them. Well, right. uh, maybe not, but maybe. I'm not going to say anything like drastically, like that's going to like harm somebody's day or I'll just like make fun of myself while they make fun of me. See, that always diffuses the situation. Too. Yeah. I like, I like doing that. Cause like, then it's just funny for everyone. I guess. I mean, for me, I'm kind of like a bitch. So I, I get like all like, no, nah, I've been better about it. When I was younger, I was like, I was such a sensitive person. Oh, me I was, too. Like, oh, I yeah. fun of me. I'd be like, Oh my God. You know, yeah, I'd but, cry and tell my mom. Oh no! Um, but let's you let's. Tell her uh, this. Yeah, right. I I wanna I wanna get to the, your love for Baker Mayfield. Like I love Baker Mayfield. Okay, Maybe you might be disappointed. Different. Really? Why? Well, I'm not saying I don't love him, but you might be disappointed. Well, explain. I like Baker Mayfield. I do, and I want him to do very well. But I also like anybody that's on the field for more than two starts in a row for the Browns. I get it. I mean, look, the, the I, 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 like I said before, I think before we started, I said that I'm a huge OU fan. Baker's my guy. Uh, yeah. Ride or die. And, I, and yeah, the amount First, of times I got hate, I got hate from my boys, people on Twitter. <laughs> some of my family members were like, "Why the fuck are you rooting for the?" I'm like everyone, everyone's thinking I was a Browns fan, but I'm not. Well, you I just should love, be. I love. Should I? No, don't do it to yourself. Yeah, right. Um, no, because I love <laughs> Baker. Ba ba Baker's the man, and he's just – he's – the thing is, he's – it's like what they usually say, it takes three years for a quarterback, a rookie quarterback that becomes a star. It takes three years to get his shit together. Knows his system, knows how to play against other well, teams. And that's like if he's in the same system every year. Yeah, but there's fucking new coaches. Yeah, this is, his fourth, right. this is his fourth head coach. All right, so now I, I, it's like I, I don't – Last year was rough. Uh, see, I have a – like, are you going to talk about Freddie? Because I have some opinions about Freddie. I'm, I was just talking individually about Baker. Like, the, off oh. you, the, the Browns had no offensive line. They traded um, – Everybody's bad. Zeichler, right? Yes, and then we yes, sucked. Yes, the Giants. Yeah, and then you just plummeted. You got and sacked. Like, we traded him times. for nothing. Like, you could have at least traded him in the Odell deal without doing anything else. Like, you could we didn't need to, we didn't need to send him to even get Odell. Because that was two separate trades. Right. And I the Jabil Preppers, I like him. He did yeah. a good job, decent job for the Giants. He was a lot of hype, though, which I think, like, you're – like, the Browns, what they do is they, like, get the most hyped-up names in the draft a lot of the times. And, Johnny Manziel. Like, yep, let's just say Johnny Manziel. Yeah, let's talk about that. Johnny Manziel. What, like, were you – I knew – A big fan. Shut up. Really? I was a big fan, yeah. I have a Johnny Manziel jersey. One time I wore it, I wore it to like a Steelers Colts game because like the tickets are so cheap now because they're shitty. Mm -hmm. And I went to a Steelers Colts game and I had on a Johnny Manziel jersey. This was last year. And then I went out to the bar and then there was Terrell Pryor and he thought I had on his jersey, but it was Johnny Manziel. 
Get out. That's hilarious. And then I have a picture with him, and it's the most embarrassing thing I ever have done in my life. When when you got when he got drafted, what yes. was your instant reaction? I was like, oh, sick. This guy's awesome. He's going to be so good. He's going to turn the team around. And then he just goes to the Jack's Casino till 4 in the morning and plays his stupid craps. Yeah, I thought he was going to absolutely suck from the get-go. I just had a weird feeling. I had a weird feeling because you could like his way of like playing in in college was like it was crazy, but it didn't look right. It, it it looked like it didn't look like he would work in a, in, a, in the actual NFL system. But yeah, uh, but it I was entertaining. To, I just had to support him. Of course, he was entertaining. Yeah, in the fucking tabloids. Oh yeah, I've heard he's a good guy, but I don't, I don't With know his, about like, Billy Manziel stunt. What was that? When he um, went to Vegas the night before a game, and then he flew oh, back right, the morning, right. and he wore a wig to Vegas with sunglasses and used his actual ID, and everybody knew it was him. Yeah. Is he still married? I know he was engaged, right? Or, I think he's engaged. I don't know. Yeah, his like girlfriend was kind of hot, or his fiance, but I don't know. Um, yeah. But he yeah, his, start, so. Right, his parents were like, uh, or were loaded, right? Tons yeah, of money. Some, like, Oil people. Right, 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 right. Yeah, he was just loaded. Yeah, it was just kind of like a recipe for disaster. I did want to see him have, like, success in the in – the, oh, as um, what do you play, Canadian football, right? Yeah, and then he was tossed. Yeah, he didn't He didn't do good at all, you know, but it's, it's whatever. Um, but, yeah, for Baker, I hope yeah, – actually, I want to hear your Freddie Kitchen's uh, opinions on um, last year. I feel bad for him. Do you? Yeah, because I I know like he knows too. Like he was not ready to be the head coach, and right. he was good at his job before. He was good at his job. He did a good job, and then they're like, "Be the head coach." If someone asks you to be the head coach, you got to say yes. Right. Because if you say no, they're gonna fire you anyways. I thought the you saw from the like, the NFL film side. That like he had like this nice relationship the year prior with Baker. Like, yeah, Baker's it was so year. good, and they were like good it friends. It was awesome. Like, it ruined it all. Yeah, and, I, like, and like, they, like I've like heard some things about like some players say, and they're like, yeah, we like him. Like he's a really great guy, but like he's just that's just he's just not a coach. He's not a head coach. Like what did Rashad Higgins say? Oh my god, I can't. <laughs> can't fuck. Yeah, no, it's like off the record stuff. I'm just gonna pour like, it all in. Just pour it all. Portal. Yeah. Um. No. I. Well. I remember. Um. It, this is funny. This is like public news. Not really news, but like when he wasn't being played that whole last season. Sure. You know, he has like a dog Instagram. Like his dog has an Instagram. Sure. And like he kept posting a pic every week, and it said, "Play my daddy." Oh my god. <laughs> That's hysterical. Yeah. That's really no. funny. Um. So with these interviews you've done in the past. I'm sure Baker's up there, but if you had to say, if you, if you could have one guest tomorrow, who would it be? Oh God, that's so hard. I have so many people I really like. I have. Kelly Oubre. Oh, is it because he's good looking or? Yeah. 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 I would just like to talk for talk to him for like five minutes, and that's enough. <laughs> it's like, oh, you're hot. See you. Um, thanks. Yeah. Start crying. Thanks. Yeah, I have a – it's wild. I have a list. I was even looking at it today. I have a list on my phone of people I want to interview. It's The list is called – the list is called People to Interview Before I Die. I should probably make that list. I have a list. It's not in order. The first 10 are 
it's like I have a top 10 and then the rest, I have 217 people on my list. 207. Oh, that's yeah, a, it's a lot. It's a list. Yeah. I have uh Baker is in my top 10 though. I'll have to say. And, and, uh, yeah. I would, I would really like to, I would like to interview him with his wife at the same time. Cause I like, them Oh, both. right. Emily, right. That's her name. Yeah. Yeah. So uh, now I want to get into this Baker cheesecake factory controversy i saw the video you guys did on jack of sports which we didn't even talk about yet we'll talk about that afterwards um but i have never heard of this at all so i need you to tell me about this this story so there's this girl Mm -hmm. she looks she's like 19 man how old was baker at the time 24 okay i mean whatever who cares um, and then I guess like she like posted a picture in his jersey or something and like her Snapchat was on it and like she DM'd it to him. And this is gonna be mean because I really like to support everybody, but she definitely catfished him. Really? Because like she had no pictures really of her face, it was just ass. It's just ass. Just ass everywhere. <laughs> and nothing wrong with that. Like good for her. I wanna look like that. But it was just ass pics, so you didn't really see her face, and her face looks like a 12-year-old. What? Yeah, and not a good face, and that's mean to say, but, like, she just was doing ass pics everywhere. So, like, if I'm a guy and I see that, I'm like, oh, that's kind of cool. Yeah. <laughs> that's like, nice. Yeah, like, that's that's thanks. Like, thank you. So then, like, she, I guess she, like, DM'd him, like, a picture in, like, his jersey or whatever, and then he added her on Snapchat, and they were, like, snapping, and then he was like, I want to meet you somewhere. And he said, like, meet me at the Cheesecake Factory parking lot. And then she said she got in his range. And then she said she sucked his dick. And then she lost her jewel in the car. And then she sucked his dick. And then she left. What? I said, so you just prostituted yourself. That's what it sounds like. Yeah. Like, then she, well, because he blocked her. Because she, because I guess, like, she probably, like, tried to, she probably, like, She's probably thinking, like, blowing his messages up. You know what I mean? She's probably like, right. I want to date this guy. Oh, my God. Because, like, some people just do that stuff. And then he blocked her. Uh-oh. But, like, I don't even know if any of that stuff happened before that. So this, where, and where, this, so this is her saying it. And then has he said anything about this? And how long ago was this? It's, like, February, like, on Valentine's Day. <laughs> oh, so when he was engaged this or was married? Recent. This was literally, like, February. Holy He's, shit. I had never heard of this. Yeah, it, well, because we tried to not let people hear about it. Yeah, well. We tried to yeah. shut it down. Because, Try like, shut down. and then she goes on some, like, local Cleveland radio station and was, like, telling the whole story. Oh, no. I'm like, you could have went to TMZ and sold your story. That would have been, if she really wanted to get the news out there, TMZ would have been perfect. She did get a lot of followers from it. She got, like, 9,000 on Twitter and Instagram. Do you believe her? Um, I don't know. Maybe. Who knows? She pro- it probably did happen. But like at the same time, this is how people found out because he blocked her. So she screenshotted him blocking her and said, did maybe um giving you head in the back of your Range Rover in the Cheesecake Factory parking lot cause some problems? Oh, and then she like no. kept saying all these things underneath it. So like it kind of blew up a little bit. But then I'm just like, what? Like, what are you trying to get from that? You know what I mean? Right. Like Jesus. you went out and like people were like, "Oh, I feel bad for her." I'm like, "No, she knows what she's doing." That's she went so out of funny. her way to suck his dick in a parking lot, and then talk shit on him. And I'm like, "He's a, like a public figure. I know what you're doing. Like you're not slick here." 
and you're not going to gain anything from it. You talked on a shitty radio show and now nobody cares. Yeah. The fact that it just died down so fast, it kind of yeah, was like letting me know that I don't know if it's real or not. I think it's real. You think I it's think. real? I think it's real, but like who, I don't know. I'm not saying who cares, but like he can do what he wants. It's not like he's committing a crime. No, but I'm sure his wife is pissed. Probably. I feel like they're in an open relationship anyways. Really? You think so? Yeah. I don't know. That's just my thoughts. She's gorgeous, by the way. She yeah, is. She's awesome. She's a re- yeah, she's awesome. She does so many good things for Cleveland also. Like she's mm-hmm. a really great girl. Oh, yeah. Um, yeah. So like, now, I don't know. It was on Valentine's Day, though. How romantic. Um, so romantic. Um, they never made any comments. God, yeah, just, just the fact, I mean, his Baker's people must have died, killed this thing right away. Yeah, the fact like, that this the is a story. Show, there was like two other girls that called in and said they had the same story, but they're probably her friends. So like, who knows? Absolutely. Gotta be. Gotta be. Yeah. So you said that on a, a YouTube video that I watched off of Jack Off Sports. Yeah. Explain to me, how did you get involved with them? How are you doing your videos, which is where I saw on YouTube and also I saw on your Twitter and IG, but tell me about um, that. And well, how did that even like, happen? Uh, oh my gosh. So they like tweeted something. Well, they, I tweeted TJ Watts, a dirty player. Mm, they said, okay. if you delete your tweet and follow us, we'll give you a free case of Iron City, which is like a Pittsburgh beer. Okay. And I said, heck yeah, I'll do it. And then they said, well, we're really not going to give you a case of beer, but like, thanks. And I said, I figured that's fine. And then they're like, well, we are like starting to do like media stuff. And I was like, oh, that's cool. Like I'm trying to do stuff too. And they're like starting their own like brand. And they're like, if you ever like want to come on and talk sports with us, like we would love to have you do that. And they're already doing like, they're already like a media company with like, it's mainly just one guy, but he has his own like media company and he does stuff for different like businesses in Pittsburgh. So he has an office already. So then he just added that in with it. And then they said, just come over. And then here I am just doing stuff with them. That's, that's awesome. And this is just, it gives you a, a platform to actually give your sports yeah. takes and, and do your own thing, which is if when that first video, the first video you ever did or the first time you were on the podcast or first time talking about sports with a mic in front of you, how awkward was it? Oh my God. I said, I was going to throw up. Right. It gets a little nervous. And you're like, yeah. it just, you're not even like in this industry. Like you're just like, fuck it. I'm going to try it. And, yeah, now and now I'm just here and everybody wants to know what I have to say. And I'm like, no, you don't. No, I think it's just because you're, you're like the personality is what, what people like. And like, you just like, you want to be funny on Twitter. You talk about sports, you're an attractive girl. And it's like, you put all those, those things, all those things together. And, and it makes a lot of people mad. Which is fuck. Cause people are, cause people are fucking butthurt and they wish. I know, wrong. but it's funny. It kind of, it makes my day better. That's right. It should. It should. Yeah. Um, one video I saw was uh, your comparison between the Bachelor girls and yeah, and uh, NFL quarterbacks was perfect. The Victoria, it was what was it? Victoria F and Baker was Baker I think, spot on. <laughs> yeah, I think, I was, I think that was spot on too. So what what are you planning on doing, like more content wise, since you have this busy schedule to begin with? What do you want to do? Um, well, I've kind of been like, I've had a bunch of people reach out to me recently. Really? Like different like companies, but I don't know what that's going to, like, I don't know what's going to happen with that. Could you, could you say on there or off the air? I don't think I'm allowed to say who they are. Is it somebody I, that people would know? Yeah. Yeah. It's not Barcel. 
Is that who you want? No. They hate no. me. They hate you? A lot you? of them hate me. Yeah. Why? I don't know. They don't like me. I know that they don't. Wait, wait. Who said? I, that's like my dream place. I want to work there so okay, bad. I did. I thought I did too. And some of the people are mean. Okay, wait. Who? Uh, is uh, I I don't know. Um, who would hate you? I don't think anybody would. Who's a well, pitch? I thought it was like the best place ever, and I thought it'd be super cool. But a lot of them talk shit on me on the low. I'm like, I don't even know you guys, so I don't know why you're talking shit. I'd be really nice to you, and I'd drink beers with you. But now I'm never gonna speak to you ever again. Punch you in the throat. Punch him in the throat. Oh, that's that's a shame. I think maybe they can, maybe they can like fix their attitude. I guess I don't know. And I'm that's not weird. big enough for their company. Uh, I think you're underestimating yourself. Well, just saying. I think you're underestimating. You're like you're still like fairly new, but you have this following, so it's like they that's what they like seeing. Mm, we'll see. But that's we'll not see. them. It's not them. It's not them. Okay. Okay. Um. I, uh, I own, like, I want to like, cause I do the interviews, but I want to also like, cause I don't put it in a podcast form, but I think I want to, I just sure. haven't done that yet. I just wanted to see what would happen with these. And I want to like, maybe do like some sports takes, interview some other sports takes, some like D read DMS or like some funny stories. Do but, it. Like, it's know. so Gabby. It's so easy. Just, you, you know, you, you know what anchor is, right? Yeah. You ever heard of, that's what my podcast is on. I'm okay. legit plugging you, Anchor right now. It's so fucking Do you put it on easy. like, can you edit on there? You, they have like an editing, uh, their own editing software. I've never used it because I have um, Adobe Audition. Okay. I bought that. So I just edit on there and then I downloaded MP3 and then you can legit upload to Anchor. And then, you know, Anchor it throws it out to iTunes, Spotify. Oh, okay. Yeah. See, that's easy. But like, I just haven't done it. Like, I don't know. And I, I don't know. I want to do it, but I just haven't done it. I know it's, it's like, it's, it's the, it's like the motivation to do it and to get yeah. the, I mean, you have the equipment right there in front of you with the mic, but it's like really just getting it. And, and I, I want try. to be perfect. I know I do the same thing. Yeah, there's a lot of podcasts. That. I want it to be so good. I, there's sometimes I'll record a podcast and it's like an hour and a half. I'm like 50 minutes of that sucked, you know? Yeah. All yeah. That's like how I feel with some of my interviews that I've done. No offense to those people, but some of them, literally are stale crackers yeah and that's and that's the and, and the thing i've learned is that you gotta have some sort of like i guess try to get a funny comment in there or fu something funny but the, what people like to see is that if you put your research in and you find yeah. a story or you find something that like is really specific yeah like one interview i was doing i won't mention who it is but one interview i was doing he was he was like 30 minutes. Got to do 30 minutes. That's it. I got to go on the show. I have, I have a, to go on the, on TV at this time. I'm like, okay, fine. And we went almost 50 minutes because the first like 10, he was legit bored. And then I talked about one thing that kind of like raised his loved eyebrow it. up, loved it done. And then it was like, we went, we were just going up and up and up. And then he was like, he was, he messaged me afterwards. He's like, dude, awesome job. Keep yeah. up the work, but, but it's like that's what you need. And those stale crackers are so fucking annoying because you're you're excited. You're the one who's excited to do the interview. Yeah. And like, can they just take like thirty minutes at a time to be like not a dick or not like have this weird like boring personality? And then I feel like some are also just awkward. Absolutely, and it's funny because like they're on the stage that they're on, 
Yeah, and they're just like, Ugh. yeah, they're like in their little cave like this, and they don't want to come out. Yeah, I've had some really weird interactions with interviewees. Yeah, shit, shit happens like that. It's kind of annoying. Um, but I, I want to give now. I want to give your time to absolutely roast Mason Rudolph. Oh my god! Know, uh, I'm gonna have this. Let you have the stage. I'm not gonna talk until you're done talking, because I know, as a Browns fan, you probably hate him. I do. Uh, all right, go, go. I'm not going to talk. And go. Okay. This is for Mason Rudolph. If you're not Mason Rudolph, keep scrolling. I've hated you before you even stepped foot on that field. I really did. Because uh, he's a racist. Can I say that? Yes. He's a mega racist. He sucks. He's a bad guy. He's also now dating someone on The Bachelor, but she's also dating another Steelers backup quarterback wannabe, Josh Dobbs. So you both suck, and I hate you both. And Mason Rudolph, you're a terrible guy, and I know what you said, and I know what you did, and it's not very nice of you. And when you fell to the ground and said, bitch, no one felt bad for you, and your own teammates don't like you, and I've heard from multiple of your own teammates myself that they don't like you, and we don't like you, and your fans don't like you. And you know what? Just probably just stop. I hope you get cut. That's all you got. Boom! Love it, Gabby. All you got. Love it. Yeah, drink to that. Wow, that was – I felt everything. I felt all the emotions there. Do you think really, do you really think he said something racist? Um, that's, that, that was like a rumor that, that Garrett said. I don't know what he said, but I know he said something. And I don't know if it's racist, but I think he said something. But we'll talk about that at another time. Got it. Got it. But I know Let, he said something. I think he said something too. And Last thing I to do. should never hit anybody in the head. Yeah, Garrett can't be doing that. Can't be doing that. Don't do that. He's so good. But yeah, he's really good. Say, nothing draws a crowd like a crowd, and he has more publicity now than ever, and he's really good. So, like, get your cloud up. Get your cloud That's right. All right, I'm going to do last thing. Okay. If you're a real Browns fan, I'm going to do five trivia Don't questions. Don't do this to me. I'm not going to know them. Can I please do them? Yeah, but I'm not going to know them. Okay. I legit just looked this up, like, oh God, I, like tw- 20 minutes before. All right, so – Question number one, how old was Jim Brown when he retired from the Browns? 30, 31, or 45? 31? Nope, he was 30. So, all right, so that's one. Same thing. 30 and 31 are the same thing. Okay, same thing. So we'll give you a half a point on that. Half a point. Okay. That's probably the only point I'm getting. Okay, ready? All right. So, all right. The Cleveland Browns were founded in 1945, true or false? False. Bingo. I'm trying to I'm trying to look at the jersey because it has what is it 46? Yeah, team began play in 1946 as the members of the All American Football Conference. Because I'm looking at the new jerseys and it has 1940 something, and I knew it's not a five. Look at you, good shit. All right, so that's one point. So you have one and a half. Question three: In what year did the Cleveland Browns win their first NFL championship? 1955, 1950, 1964, or 1954. 1950. Is that an option? Yes, 1950 is an option. You are correct. Whoa. Bingo. They also won in 54, 55, and 64. All right. This one, this one I, I don't know why. I just thought it was really, like, different. In 2009, this Cleveland Browns player was involved in a car accident that killed a pedestrian. You have...
Dante Stallworth, Joe Thomas, or Brady Quinn? Well, it's not the it's not the latter. What? Who is it? It's not one of the first two. Braylon Edwards, Dante Stallworth, Joe Thomas, or Brady. It's Quinn. not Joe Thomas. It can't be Joe Thomas. No, it can't be Joe Thomas. Maybe the second guy. Dante Stallworth. Is that your final sure. answer? Yeah. Yes, correct. Oh shit! I'm so good. Whoa. Yeah, it says that on March 14, 2009, he Stall was, was – oh, he was drunk too. Yikes. Damn, hopefully he's in jail. Yeah, hopefully he is. And the final question, which is something you talked about on your – you made a video on TikTok. Who was oh, the no. best quarterback in the AFC North? Baker Mayfield. Wow. Wow. That was so hard. That was so yeah. hard. That Very video good. got me a lot of shit. I know I did say that. I was pretty, but you did, you did. Um, I think you got what was the tally here? One, two, three. I'll just say you got all of them right. So there you go. Yeah. Yeah. All right, Gabby. I really appreciate you coming on. Yeah. Um, thank you so much. Your story, your story is very unique because it's like chemist that wants to talk sports. Maybe we should involve science in sports. No way. They no. do that, and it's so bad. Like you could be the next sports science, John Brankus. I don't want to do that. I want to just do memes. Just do memes? Yeah. That's funny. All right. Well, I think you can do that. You're doing a great job anyway. But Gabby, thank you for coming on. And yeah, uh, plug you. yourself. Plug yourself. Twitter. What's your Twitter? Um, what's your IG? You can follow me on Twitter and IG. And also follow me on TikTok because my TikTok sucks. But please just follow it anyways because I'm begging. Um, it's at... Gab Gowdy, Gab with two B's, G-A-B-B-G-O-U-D-Y. You can follow me at Taylor underscore Ringled. On, that's uh, IG and then Taylor Ringled at Twitter. And then end of the bench on all of the social platforms. And if Gabby. you don't follow us, you're fake. Yeah, fuck you. You're fake. Cheers. Cheers. Thank you. Yeah, thank you. Thank you, Gabby Gowdy, for coming on the podcast. Great interview. I think we're going to be doing a lot more stuff together in the near future, which is going to be great. But let's get into some topics. Baseball is back. Thank the Lord. I'm so happy this is actually happening. To think, I don't know, two weeks ago, we thought that baseball as fans wasn't going to come back. Players were thinking baseball wasn't going to happen until next year. But we got it back. Manfred is on Monday. Was this was what this what the plan was going to be on Monday? A tweet came out saying Manfred to impose sixty game season if players report by July first and agree to health and safety protocols. The next day, Tuesday, they strike up a deal. Players report will report to spring training on July first for a sixty game season. After finalizing the health and safety protocols, a round of applause, guys. A round of applause. Thank God. We're going to get some sort of baseball season. I can't freaking believe it. It actually happened. So here are some details that might be happening or that are going to be happening in the 2020 season. The trade deadline is August 31st. Opening day is set for either July 23rd or 24th. They haven't figured that one out yet. It's going to be largely featured Divisional play. 
40 game divisional games, 20 interleague. There's going to be a DH in the NL, which I love to see because that might be a new thing for baseball in the years to come. But this is what I don't like here. I know, Taylor, you should be happy that baseball's coming back. Why are you going to keep bitching about things? Well, no. I don't like the fact that Manfred's going to impose the extra inning rules where there's going to be a runner on second base. I understand he wants to get the games faster, quicker, but that defeats the purpose of the game itself. Like the game itself, the strategy behind it. Imagine you're starting an inning with a runner in scoring position and a single, the team wins. A single, you lose. You're going to put your, you're going to put your fastest runner out there, or I don't even know how they're going to be, the, the rules going to be. It's like the last batter out gets to be a runner on second base, or they get to put their fastest runner on there. Who knows? I don't know. I'm sure it's going to be last batter out, then starts the next inning on, on second base. I think that's how it might work. I don't know. I did something sort of like that when I was in freaking Little League. I think it's called the California rule where they had the bases loaded. Who knows? I think it was run on second base with one out. Anyway, but that's not going to happen. The extra inning rule here with the run on second base defeats the purpose. Remember, like, like think of like, let's say Yankees, Chapman on the mound to start the extra inning of the 10th inning. He's already got a run on second base. That mindset of you got to change the your, your sign. Second sign might be the, what the actual pitch is going to be. There's a whole game plan with the infield. It's a to- totally, totally different thing you have to think about. And I fucking hate that. Fucking just stop. Okay? The season's already been fucked to begin with. It's already been destroying fans, players, employees' brains. I'm like rubbing my eyes right now just thinking about it. I'm like stressing out. I'm like rubbing my head right now. It's like it's, I'm giving myself a headache because... Like, why do you have to add in this other bullshit? I'm, I'm going to stop talking about this. I'm going to go into the other t- baseball topics here. With this new season, the odds have come out. The odds have come out for favorites to win the World Series. It's all from the Caesar Sportsbook. I'm going to list a couple teams that have good chances and then the teams that have zero chances. Good chances, of course, the Yankees and the Dodgers have the best chances, 72 odds. Uh, Astros 11-1, Braves and Twins 15-1, Nationals and Rays 18-1. Cubs, A's, and Ray Cubs, A's, and Reds, excuse me, are 20 to 1. Bad chances, like zero. The, the Blue Jays, 75 to 1. Rockies, 101. Giants, 125 to 1. Tigers, 250 to 1. And the Orioles, 1,001 odds. Out of the good shots, the good teams that I think are going to be a surprise, don't count out the Cincinnati Reds to make a playoff push. Look, dude, I looked up what the 60 games last year, what the standings were in the 2019 season, 60 games. Your division leaders at the time were the Dodgers in the West with 43 wins, Phillies in the East with 35, Cubs with 34. Wildcard teams were the Brewers and Braves with 35 and 33 wins. Astros in the American League, 43 wins, twin 21 Yankees, 39, and then the wild card is the Rays, 37 wins. And a surprising team, which I didn't even remember they were even a wild card team, was the Rangers with 32 wins. They're 32 and 28. I think the Reds could be a sleeper team in the 2020 season. Seems like you only need 35 wins. 34, 35 wins in the National League. 
National League Central was the Cubs in 2019 with 34 wins. I think the Reds could be actually a sleeper. They got picked up Nick Castellanos. They picked up Mike Moustakis. They have Suarez. They have hopefully Votto comes back with a bigger year, right? They got defense with Tucker Barnhart behind the plate. They got Amir Garrett in that bullpen with Iglesias. They got Michael Lorenzen. If he becomes, I think he most likely would be a bullpen guy for the rest of his career. He throws a billion miles an hour. And let's not forget about Castillo and Sonny Gray. They have a solid, solid young pitching staff and bullpen to put them through. The offense wasn't going to be the problem. It's the pitching for the Reds. And I think the Reds really have a shot this year. But look, as a fan of a team, if you're a fan of the Reds or the Twins, the Yankees, Ash, Braves, whatever, say like your team wins the World Series. Is that an asterisk? Is that like, does it even count? Would you be happy if your team won? Because I think you're, for me, of course, I would love the Yankees to win the World Series. Of course I would. I think, honestly, it'd be it'd feel a little weird. My friends that are Met fans, my friends that are Red Sox fans are going to bust my balls until the end of time. Oh, you want a, I guess you want to call it a World Series. There's an asterisk on it. Now, it's also vice versa. If you have a Met fan that wins... And your Yankee fans like, oh, that doesn't count. Fuck that. That doesn't count at all. So that's like this weird dilemma now. But we're happy as fans that we're going to be seeing some sort of baseball. Some sort of baseball. I love to hear it. Love to hear it. Love to see it. I'm happy. Because we're in July. We're going to be in July before you know it. And we haven't had baseball yet. And it sucks. Baseball has been my life, my entire life. And the fact that we haven't had it because of a labor dispute, not because of COVID. Of course, we can't, we can't, you know, control that. There was going to be delay no matter what. But this real serious thing was because of his labor disagreement here. About guys getting paid. That could have been the deal breaker. That would have been the deal breaker. But we got it together. Fans, if you were starting losing interest in baseball, come on back. Come on back. We're getting baseball back. Let's fucking go. More baseball news. The Wilpons are motivated to sell the Mets. The Mets owners are looking to sell the team before the end of the year and will take first-round bids starting in July. So I guess it's now official, official, because it's always been rumored that like, oh, they've hinted we want to sell to Stevie Cohen or this and that, whatever. But I read an article from the New York Post stating that Vitamin Water co-founder Mike Rapoli and an unidentified investor were considering investing up to a combined $250 million with what they now call J-Rod, A-Rod and J-Lo bid to buy the Mets. Mike Rapoli is a billionaire. He owns vitamin water and body armor. I want to think. I want to say it's body armor too, but I know it's vitamin water. Um, that's a huge contribution. Two hundred fifty million dollars is a lot of money to put into a team. Yeah, I'm sure Aaron J will be the the majority owner here. But now think of this. Very interesting in the article. Me being a big barstool sports fan, been following them for years since I was senior in college. I was in 2017, so it's been a little while now. 
2016, actually. Barstool Sports founder Dave Pointer Portnoy suggested that he may also be included in the package. Quote, an anonymous source has asked me if I'd like to be involved with an anonymous professional sports team if they anonymously buy the franchise. I wouldn't have to relocate, need to consider, what, what, uh, what this was a tweet from Portnoy, who lives in New York City where the sports and pop culture company headquarters are located in Manhattan. Now, while Barstool Sports did not immediately return a request for comment, and Portnoy tweeted, no comment, in the response to the publication of this story, he does have a strong connection with both Michael Poli and Alex Rodriguez. That's huge, guys. Now, if you follow... Barstool Sports or Dave Pornoy and Eric Nardini, they sold a big chunk of their company to Penn National Gaming. Pornoy is now worth over $100 million. He's got a lot of money in the bank. He wants to continue making money. Barstool Sports isn't going to go away anytime soon. They're gonna, they're, they've been racking him money for years now. Now he's got all this money, and he's making more money by doing all these investing and do, working the stock market and legit controlling the market. E-Trade's kicking him out. So he's got to find something else he wants to do. Fucking go buy the Mets, Dave. You got the money. You got the power. We all know you're a Red Sox guy. But guess what? I feel like you'll be the biggest Met fan of all time if you buy the fucking Mets. With your, I don't know how much money you'll be investing in it, but you put any dollar into it, you will be considered a owner of a sports team. Now, if you guys remember back in the winter, Stevie Cohen was trying to buy the team at $2.6 billion valuation. But that fell apart because I guess it was, you know, ownership of stuff, S&Y, and how long the Wilpons will be involved with. You know, after the fact that when Cohen buys it, it's like there was like five years, you know, there would be a five-year window where they'll still own S&Y or whatever. They're trying to rack in some money, and Cohen's like, fuck that, I'm done, I'm not doing this shit. But I think if Rapoli, that unidentified investor, and A-Rod and J-Lo... And then Dave Portnoy sneaks in. It's going to be a powerhouse of big-time people with big-time pockets that know how to make money and they know how to win, right? A-Rod, he's made a fuck ton of money playing baseball. Has he had his ups and downs? Without a doubt. Has he really gotten some ups lately? Without a doubt. J-Lo, nothing wrong with her. She's fucking killing it for the last 25 years. And she has a ton of money in the bank, too. Now, has Dave had some ups and downs? Sure. You're founder of this giant company. Majority of companies have their owners or their founders or whatever CEOs have their ups and downs in business and personally. But guess what? No one really gives a shit. Portnoy, fucking go buy the Mets. Be a part of that ownership. I think it's going to be great. The Mets fans need a new face of the franchise not saying player wise but i'm saying owner wise the Wilpons have no balls to put any money on the table to go get guys that usually go spend their money on old vets like a michael kadire jose batista johan santana they tried with pedro he did okay sort of they tried with glavin he didn't do that great um he also they also tried with what's the name? Oh, Jason Bay after his one year with the Red Sox murdered that year and they got spent a ton of money over a hundred million dollars and he shit the bed. 
Cespedes has worked, sort of. He's injured all the time, you know, riding, uh, was it a donkey or a horse, whatever, breaking both of his ankles. That's stupid. Um, they have this young team. Harvey fucking pooped the bed. You have Syndergaard. Hopefully, Mats gets his act together. You have Stephen Mats. Oh, that's forgot. I forgot. They also have Jacob DeGrom, two-time Cy Young Award winner. They have the rookie of the year in Pete Alonso. They have Conforto. They have Jeff McNeil. They have the talent around him. But if you have an owner that actually cares this and also wants to spend some top-dollar money on other players during free agency, I think these group of people can fucking do it. Rapoli, Rapoli and Porto, I also own a fucking horse. Totally forgot about that. They want to win. Winning and making money makes the world go round for Met fans and baseball fans and sports fans in general. So guess what? I think it's time for new ownership for the New York Mets. Let's get to the last baseball topic here. Derek Jeter, happy freaking birthday. Talk about a fucking owner who hasn't been doing great. It's Jeter. But it's a long way to go with the Marlins. It's his 46th birthday, 14-time All-Star, 5-time World Series champion, 5-time Gold Glover, 5 Silver Sluggers, a World Series MVP, a Rookie of the Year, 3,465 hits. Jeter is also the only player in MLB history to have 3,000-plus hits, 250-plus home runs, 350-plus stolen bases, and over a 300 batting average or higher. Fucking animal. I went to the Hall of Fame Induction. Oh, I'm sorry. I didn't go there. Duh. That's this year. I went last year's with Rivera. Different Yankee. Still great. So let's go to the NBA now. Vince Carter has officially retired. One of the best NBA players to ever play the game. One of my favorites. I do have his jersey. It's the purple Toronto Raptors jersey with the Raptor on the front. The best dunker, in my opinion, of all time. He's been around so so freaking long. He's played with so many freaking players, so many NBA players. I think he's 16th all-time in scoring, so he's up there. There's a lot of stat lines. He's got a lot of awards, all-stars, slam dunk contests. But here's a crazy stat line that I heard from my boy Jake Asman on his show. Vince Carter, get ready, boys and girls. This is a big stat. Vince Carter retires as one of five players in NBA history to score more than 25,000 points grab more than 5,000 rebounds, dish out more than 4,000 assists, and make more than 500 made three-pointers. The other four, MJ, Kobe, The Truth, Paul Pierce, and King LeBron James, and Vince Carter. Fucking insane. Everyone's going to remember his crazy dunks with the Raptors, and the Nets, dude, him and the Nets was freaking dirty. That team was sick with Richard Jefferson, RJ, and Jason Kidd. Crazy shit. I mean, everyone's going to remember, I think, his best moment of his career is the slam dunk contest. Doing, um, I don't know, it's like the monkey swing. I don't even know what it's called. But his, you know, his arm in the, in the hoop, bending his elbow. No one's ever seen that. No one at the time didn't ever saw something like that. But after 22 years, he's officially done. One of the best careers in the NBA. One of the most respected players in the NBA. And he, it's funny because he was kept he kept going. I feel like the last three years, he could have ended three or four years ago. I think. Maybe three years ago. 
But he, you can see he just kept jumping the teams because I feel like he wanted to teach the younger guys certain things about the game. And I think more off the court than on the court. Look, on the court, you can teach them all you want. But off the court stuff, how to act like a player, how to act like a, a, a gentleman, you know, the, the rules of the road and going out for dinner and all the small stuff. And also the, the conversations, I'm sure, went a long way. I mean, he ended his career hanging out with and playing with Trey Young, who was one of the youngest guys in the NBA, one of the best shooters in the NBA. So it's I think it was a good thing for Vince Carter to stick around the last two or three years of his career just to help some young guys that he kind of passed along. Because he was jumping from team to team. It kind of didn't make – it seemed weird, honestly. It just seemed weird. I feel like he'd be one of those guys he goes to like three teams and then he goes back to where he came from, like the Raptors. Yeah. But – he, uh, he did something cool. Other basketball news, players that are sitting out during the NBA new season. DeMarcus Cousins says he's sitting out. Really weird one here. So LA, LA Lakers guard Avery Bradley, who's well regarded as, as a really good defensive guard in the NBA, is sitting out and will just be with family. J.R. Smith is a possible replacement to join the Lakers after this news. We all know J.R. Smith and LeBron James have played together in Cleveland. They've had their ups and downs. When Jr. forgot how many what, what the clock was, and it was you know, the, like time ran out, and he just chucked up a shot. It was hysterical. I remember where I was watching that game. I was in Minnesota. Like I think it was like a Twins game, West Coast game. We were up. I I, I don't try to remember what it was, but it was hysterical. Um, but I think Jr. Smith could be a good fit. But I think Avery Bradley's defense is very, um, be a big. I think they could. That would be kind of a big loss for the Lakers when it talks about a good defensive guard in the NBA. I mean, Pat Beverly, I think, is the best defensive guard right now. I mean, uh, yeah, one of the better defensive guards. I wouldn't say the best, but one of the best, better defensive guards. He's gritty. But Avery Bradley was very good on defense. Nikola Jokic was, has tested positive for COVID-19 in Serbia. And then just now, before I started the podcast, 16 new cases, 16 NBA players have been Tested positive COVID nineteen out of three hundred and two tests. Look, the good odds sixteen out of one hundred and thirty two, pretty good. But it's not good that we have sixteen players tested positive, so they have to be self isolated for two weeks. The whole shebang. Everyone knows what's going on here, right? That's how it goes. But this is this is going to be a big test for the NBA. It's gonna they are going to be the test dummies of how a league is going to run with the COVID nineteen out there. Right, Major League Baseball is going to be watching, see how they handle it. The NFL is be watching, the NHL is going to be watching and seeing how this is going to unfold. So it's going to be interesting to see. I can't wait to watch. And on Fortune News to end our podcast, Bubba Wallace, who is the only black race car driver in NASCAR, was has been speaking out towards racial injustice and promoting Black Lives Matter with his car and being very, well, he's speaking his mind, and I love it. And the NASCAR community has been behind him. There was one douchebag that said, fuck that, you know, and he, and he fucking retired, and he sucked anyway. But besides that, the race car community has been behind him. No Confederate flags. We ain't fucking with that shit anymore. And Bob Wallace has been now, is now the, like one of the faces of NASCAR. Unfortunately, we were like, hey, look, I think the up and up now, 
Let's, I think they're looking nice. And then Bubba Wallace's team finds a noose in his garage. A noose. Can you believe this shit? After the Confederate flag is now banned from any NASCAR events, it's looking positive. Things are on the up and up. We're seeing some real improvement in NASCAR, which has been a sport that's definitely been racist with its fans. And then we see this. The report comes out. The FBI does their own report saying that no crime was committed and the news found in Wallace's garage was there as early as October of 2019. What's interesting about this is, is that the news was kind of small, right? So people were saying, oh, how can that, you know, whatever, blah, 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 blah. You know, they're trying to discredit all this shit. But the NASCAR did their own report. Before that, Bob Wallace said in his own statement, I want to say how relieved I am that the investigation revealed that this wasn't what he feared or we feared. But yeah, NASCAR did his own report, did their own report, and saw something a little different. Very interesting, I saw in an ESPN article saying that they inspected 1,684 garage stalls at all 29 racetracks in which everyone races at. They found only 11 out of the 29 garages have that some sort have that pull down rope tied in a knot. In only one out of those 11 garages that were using the pull down rope mechanism was a noose, and that one noose was in Bubba Wallace's garage. Very very interesting. Hmm. The FBI not do that great of investigation. Okay. Has it been there since 2019? And no one really noticed? Could be. But this report that NASCAR put out is very interesting. Very, very telling. That 11 of the 29 garages, 29 racetracks, excuse me, excuse me. I'm sorry, 29 racetracks. 1,684 garages. 11 garages had a pull-down machine. Pull-down rope, whatever. Out of the 1,600. It's not a lot. But only one of the 11 fucking had a noose in it. How the fuck does that happen? How? One fucking noose. One out of the 11 other garages that blew pull-down pull down rope tied in a knot. Only fucking one. How? How? Personally, me, this is a hate crime. And someone ha- someone's done this. And I feel like they need to figure the fucking shit out. Is the investigation over? Maybe. Maybe Bubba Wallace's team, Richard Petty, his team are going to figure maybe out something. Who knows? But all I know is that it's fucked up. And Bubba Wallace has been a guy that has put his life on the line, his career on the line, and NASCAR has 1,000% been behind him, and I'm so impressed. I'm extremely impressed to see that. Really am. Hopefully we get only positive news from here. 
on about Bubba Wallace and NASCAR. I don't want to hear about any more news bullshit, this news story. It's fucking horrible. The fact that Bubba Wallace has to do this. And guess what? Right after that fucking thing came out, his fucking opponents, his other race car drivers that he races every single race were pushing his car, walking behind him to start the race. Fucking awesome. He broke down crying. He was so emotionally distraught seeing all this. It's fucking amazing how people can actually be human beings and be nice to one another. But there's always going to be that fucking asshole racist out there that's going to ruin everything. And we have one here with this news story. Hopefully it's ending soon. Hopefully they can kind of figure out maybe who did this. And if not, it's fucking terrible. But hopefully... We have some more positive news with NASCAR and sports in general and with human beings in general. We need to have more positive vibes, more positive stories. We need to cancel those fucking the racists and make everything else positive. This year has gone to shit, but I think it's going to be coming up better with sports coming back. And hopefully things become better um, just in general. We just need things to become better in general because people need some sort of outlook. And hopefully we get some better. And I'm just rambling in the last two minutes or so. But thank you for listening. This is episode 104 of End of the Bench. You can follow End of the Bench on all social media platforms, Facebook, Instagram, Twitter. Find us there. We're there. YouTube. You can follow me on YouTube. A lot of the interviews are going on my personal YouTube. Just, just look in Taylor Ringgold and you see my YouTube page and all the interviews and short little clips are be in there. We still have other ones that are um, from the past with Victor Rojas or Francis Ellis or Michael Eves, Kevin Connors, whoever. They're all in there. Um, you can follow me on Instagram, Taylor underscore Ringgold. And Twitter, you can follow me on Taylor, just Taylor Ringgold. Follow Gabby Gowdy. She was the best. Hopefully have her on more. She killed it. And um, all right, we'll catch you guys next week on another edition of End of the Bench. All right, we're out. Peace. Man, I just wanna go flat